baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Monday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. And today we're going to be very, very, very China heavy, um, which really actually shouldn't be all that surprising, giving the news out <laughs> news from from the weekend. Um, speaking of which, you know, it was, it was kind of funny. I was watching uh, some of the stories over the weekend as they were shooting down the balloon um over south carolina and thinking oh man it kind of stinks that it didn't come over virginia you know one to get pictures and two to make it into a virginia story and then it turns out that the planes that shot it down are virginia planes and the boats that are picking up the <laughs> the debris are our <laughs> boats out of uh out of virginia bases so we actually ended up having a lot of ties to the, <laughs> to there we go to the balloon shoot down um but uh you actually spoke and you know i'm going to change up the order that we discussed previously <laughs> you actually uh, got to got the chance to speak to Senator uh, Tim Kaine and Congressman Rob Whitman today, and you spoke to them about uh, the balloon. Uh, what was their reaction? I imagine they had different reactions given different parties. Uh, yes, honestly, not as different as I might have expected. Both of them, you know, at uh, at the core of their responses were that uh, they had a lot more questions that they wanted answered moving forward. Um, Kane though took, you know, made, uh, first and foremost said basically that he supported, uh, Biden's course of action dealing with all that, 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 you know, he said that, uh, certain sites and some things were shielded from any sort of surveillance. And then, uh, the balloon was shot down as soon as was safe. Um, Whitman didn't really address what, uh, you know, how he felt about Biden's response to the balloon situation, but basically said that he sees this as extremely concerning. And as I believe the phrase used was aggressive posturing from China. Uh, He said that since he's on the Armed Services Committee, he's going to ask for a, a, a classified briefing. Basically, you know, now that some more information has come out that perhaps, you know, several balloons may have flown over during uh, the Trump administration, uh, Whitman said that um, the intelligence committee or not committee, the intelligence community uh, was aware of that, but didn't share that with anyone else. Uh, And so, you know, he said that he wants to basically talk to them and find out why that is. and. just how many times this has happened. Um, but yeah, that both of them basically said they want to find out what was, what that balloon was carrying and that they have a lot of questions moving forward. Uh, Kane was more focused on praising Biden's course of action and Whitman was more focused on, uh, you know, his, uh, because he's also now part of this committee uh, on uh, U.S. and Chinese and China, uh, the CCP relations. So, you know, 
slight they took different directions with it but uh everyone basically wants to find out what that balloon was carrying yeah i i will tell you this congressman whitman was a little more uh vocal against the Biden administration on Twitter on Sunday than, 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 he, than he was to you to you today. And I will remind folks, um, because people may not realize it, uh, you know, obviously with the uh, redistricting, Congressman Whitman is now the congressman for a good swath of the Richmond area, uh, Chesterfield, Henrico, um, parts of the city, I believe. The other area is the 4th District, which as of this moment doesn't have a representative uh, with the uh, passing of uh, Congressman uh, Donald McKeach back in November. Uh, but yeah, for folks who don't realize it, it's no longer Abigail Spamberger. She's up in Prince William. Congressman Whitman is now the congressman for, for a good, good portion of, of our listening, uh, listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you this, the balloon got referenced a number of times in uh, the state Senate today because they just happened to have scheduled a vote on governor Youngkin's proposed ban on Chinese purchases of, um, Virginia farmland. And, uh, you know, I, at least one Senator, uh, Bill Stanley mentioned that maybe that's what the balloon was doing was just, uh, surveying Virginia farmland or, or farmland for, for Chinese, Chinese purposes. Um, so they could, you know, determine which farmland to, to, to purchase. Um, I will say this, it was a rare win in the Senate for the governor as uh, a number of Democrats, not a huge amount, but enough to, to make a difference. Um, voted with Republicans to approve a ban, it's going to pass the House of Delegates and it's going to be on the the, uh, the the governor's desk. So basically you're not going to see Chinese government purchases of Virginia farmland. Now, I don't know what that does for purchases of other sites. For example, oh, let's say battery plants in Pennsylvania County. Um, obviously that was a, a Ford purchase, but still, you know, I don't know what that means for for Chinese companies coming in and uh, potentially uh, setting up shop here in Virginia. But farmland purchases are going to be almost definitely banned once it gets to the governor's desk. He's going to sign that. He requested it. He's going to sign it. It's going to pass the House of Delegates. But a uh, little, little bit surprising. But I also think the balloon played a role there, too. I don't think that the state Senate was going to to reject a bill literally 24 hours after we shot down a Chinese spy balloon. I just don't think that was going to happen. Um, back to, to Kane and Whitman, though, they were not there at, at VCU to discuss, you know, balloons flying overhead. What, what were they actually at, uh, at VCU for? So they were there uh, with the uh, president of the uh, National Science Foundation uh, to tour uh, VCU's uh, NCC lab. Now, NCC stands for Nanotechnology Composition Classification, I believe. Um, but essentially, what the lab is um, is they, you know, new materials. Uh, quite when I say new materials, I mean quite literally, you know, new materials uh, as new things are produced in another one of VCU's labs. And then they bring that to uh, the nanotechnology lab where they classify it and they uh, use these, you know, million dollar, uh, very highly specialized microscopes to figure out, you know, properties this these materials have so that they can classify it 
uh, and use it for things like microchips or dental implants or other sort of medical implants. Um, it's, you know, it's a very interesting and, you know, frankly, the, the, the science is well above my pay grade, but the, uh, you know, it's, they have these, um, millions of dollars of microscopes and it's all staffed by, uh, graduate and undergraduate students, uh, 80% of whom, according to the program director, wind up getting jobs in the field out of school, uh, which is very high. Um, so, and I actually know a few people who work there. So it was interesting getting to go around and seeing uh, all the equipment and uh, Senator Kane and Congressman Whitman, as well as the president of the NCF were there, or NSF, excuse me, were there um, to take this tour um, because they're receiving NSF uh, funding. And basically uh, they were all very excited to see uh, you know, how this is being put to use, the the level of experience and training that students are getting out of this. And uh, they were all talking about it as, you know, this is how uh, America is going to remain competitive uh, in terms of, you know, development, manufacturing, and these sorts of things uh, is programs like this. So it was all, all three of them were uh, excited about it. And both Kane and Whitman talked about the importance of uh, programs like this in uh, the 2024 appropriations bill and, you know, budgeting that out, even though they will likely have some pretty different budgeting priorities uh, otherwise. So, yeah. Now, is this tied to VCU School of Engineering or is this uh, MCV or what, what exactly is it associated with? It's part of the engineering school. Um, and so, uh, yes, it's in the, it's in the engineering building with, uh, some of their other, uh, labs, but this one is specifically devoted to, uh, nanotechnology and they classify all of these, uh, materials with, you know, lasers and electron microscopes and, uh, a lot of machinery that's, you know, about the, the, the size of four of me and the weight of 10 of me. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, and to be honest with you, the way you were describing it, it reminds me of when I listened to my son talk about his engineering stuff that he does, uh, does in high school, it immediately went over my head and I was just, my eyes started to glaze over. So yeah, that it's, was it sounds of, cool. I don't understand it at all, but you know, yeah, exactly. I was like, this is all very cool machinery. I'm glad so, uh, there are people learning to do this and I'm glad I'm not one of them because yeah. I'm very bad at it. Let, let, let's peel back the curtain for a second. Okay. Journalists have a, have a wide range of knowledge on a lot of subjects, but not a deep range of knowledge on a lot of subjects. And trying to explain some of the engineering stuff is probably some of the toughest stuff we have to do in our, in our line of work. Absolutely. I, I was in there like I, I was a music major in college. What am I doing in a multimillion dollar lab? But it was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, yeah, again, you know, I, you, you tell me nanotechnology, I think nano is small and that's about it. You've, you've, yeah. you've got me there. So um, moving on to our final story, this one was a tragic story that, that, that really came about down in, uh, in Chesterfield. This is an apartment complex just off of uh, the Chippenhamma and off of Hull. Um, there was a triple shooting late uh, Sunday night. Um, 
in which a, a person was killed and two others wounded. And we didn't really get full details until uh, later on Monday afternoon. And it turns out what this was, was a murder-suicide where an estranged husband um, shot his estranged wife at their friend's apartment, wounded the friend, also wounded the next door neighbor, um, you know, when he fired off shots and, and went through into to the neighbor's apartment. Then as uh, police determined that the estranged husband was the suspect, um, state police found the guy driving along I-295, eventually stopped him on I-95. And as they approached the car, um, state police say he shot himself and killed himself. So again, tragedy where we had a domestic situation that, that, uh, that uh, ended with two people dead, one being killed and the other uh, in a, in a suicide attempt. So we do have answers to what happened in that triple shooting. Um, and it turns out to have been a, a domestic uh, situation, which unfortunately we've seen far too many of these recently in, in Chesterfield, but really overall, but a number in Chesterfield as well uh, mm. recently. Um, some high profile ones. So that is what we had for you uh, today. Uh, tomorrow will be another busy day at the General Assembly um, as they have the last day before they uh, can no longer work on their own bills. So expect a lot of action tomorrow at the General Assembly. Senator Mark Warner has uh, has some availabilities. We could always talk to him about balloons as well. Um, and uh, and I imagine I'll have some insight on some other stuff, uh, you know, plus State of the Union is tomorrow night, which, by the way, if you're going to listen to the State of the Union or watch it, you can watch it on our Facebook page. You can listen to it online, um, but we will not have it on air tomorrow. Uh, just just so people are aware, you you can listen to it online. So that is what we have for you for today for it's the it's news to us podcast for David Lefkowitz. I'm Matt Demline, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 